speak and talk about something that's uh, really uh, burdening my heart. It's, actually, it's breaking my heart. And I'm not sure that I'm going to get through this video, but I'm going to try. A few weeks back, a friend of mine, a pastor friend of mine, uh, told me about a story about someone that he was counseling. He was a retired uh, veteran, military man, who was in the Special Forces. I forgot which one it was, the SEALs or, or, or one of those uh, Special Forces. And this pastor was counseling this man who had, with his bare hands, killed 46 people. This man was not a happy camper. This man was tormented in his soul. This man was, was drowning in guilt. This man had a, had a decision that, that he, he couldn't deal with. And my pastor friend, who was a, a, a traditional Christian with the traditional gospel, he had no hope for this man. Imagine yourself as a military person going through boot camp and going through all that special training that, that special forces go through to become an automatic killing machine. To kill a person because your commanding officer said so, um, with no moral conscience whatsoever, because your government said that this person was an enemy, um, you go and are trained and brainwashed to kill a person that you've never seen before. You have no idea where that, how many kids that person has, what kind of a life that person was. He's labeled an enemy. <clears throat> And you're trained to kill him. And this man killed 46 strangers um, for duty, for country, for the flag. And in his life now, he's looking at becoming a Christian. He has guilt on his heart. He has blood on his hands. And he's looking for some sort of a forgive, some sort of forgiveness. There are thousands and thousands of soldiers who try to bury that guilt, who try to bury the, the, the terrible things that they witnessed and had to do in war. They drowned it with drugs. They drowned it with alcoholism. They drowned it with perversions, sexual perversions. They drowned it with gambling. They drowned it with eating. And none of it saves. None of it sets them free. And this man who killed 46 men now is looking for freedom from guilt. My pastor, he teaches the traditional gospel that the only way to salvation, the only way to be free of guilt is through Jesus Christ, to accept Jesus Christ for your sins. And that when you accept Jesus Christ, you'll be forgiven of your, of your sin. This man who killed 46 men with his own hands has a problem. He has a big problem with the traditional gospel of Christianity, and that's this. Those 46 men that he killed, according to tradition, I have a feeling, I'm not sure, but I have a feeling they were probably Muslims. They were unbelievers in Christ. 
And according to the traditional gospel, those 46 men are now in hell. They're going to be tortured forever. They're going to be estranged from God forever. And there is no hope, according to the traditional gospel, of them coming to salvation. They're gone. According to the traditional gospel, only on this side of the grave is there hope for salvation and hope for forgiveness and hope for a chance of going to heaven. This pastor was stuck. This pastor was looking to find a way to give this person hope, and he had none. Because you see, that soldier who killed those 46 people, the traditional gospel says, just accept Jesus Christ, he will forgive you of your sins, and you will have eternal life. But justice in that man's heart says, that's not fair. I killed 46 men. And those 46 men, according to the traditional gospel, are going to be burned alive forever and ever without hope. The fact that this man is being offered a free escape card to have eternal life simply by saying a few words and these 46 men that he killed have no hope, have no escape. That is such a gross injustice. And any heart that has a little bit of sense of justice and compassion can see that this gospel, this thing is not fair. And so this man's heart is condemning him and preventing him from receiving that forgiveness because of the injustice of having a situation where where those 46 men, there's no hope for them. And that is the gospel of the traditional church. That is the gospel of Protestantism. That is the gospel of Catholicism. That is the gospel of Orthodoxy. But it's not the true gospel. The true gospel is that Jesus Christ is indeed the Savior of all men. Jesus Christ has the keys to death and hell. Jesus Christ opens the doors of prisoners in Hades, in the unseen world. He has the ability to resurrect the just and the unjust, and Jesus Christ will draw ultimately all mankind unto himself. That is the victorious gospel. That is the glorious gospel that that Paul taught, that Jesus taught, and that is the gospel of the Bible in its original Greek and Hebrew before our translations became perverted with the pagan concepts that were added into Christianity in the 3rd and 4th and 5th, 6th century. The true gospel, the victorious gospel, gives hope for that man. And it gives hope for those 46 people that he killed. The victorious gospel of Jesus Christ says, And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw. And in the Greek, that word draw, it's a a profound word. It's drag, like dragging a bunch of fish to shore. Jesus said, And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will drag all mankind unto myself. Grace for all mankind. Salvation for all mankind. None in hell.
everyone redeemed, everyone reconciled, everyone restored, everyone who died in Adam, which is all of us, will receive eternal life through Jesus Christ. Romans 5.18 That's the good news. It's good news for that man who can now truly accept forgiveness from Jesus Christ because justice is met. He receives grace. The 46 men that he killed receives grace. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Mercy triumphs over vengeance. The vengeance of man is an eye for an eye and a tooth for tooth. But Jesus said, I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. A new gospel, a new law, a higher set of law than the Mosaic law of an eye for an eye and a tooth for tooth. Jesus said, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. That is victory. You can only have that victory if you know that you have eternal life. That if you die this moment, you're going to live on with God. And only Christians can really have that hope. True Christians know that when they have received the love of God, that death means nothing. Death is swallowed up in victory, according to Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, 55. Hell, Hades, has no permanent bounds. Jesus has the keys to death and hell, Hades itself, and he knows what to do with them, to set the captives free. So you, I hope and pray, a young man or old man who killed those 46 men and who is living under the guilt and the shame and the, and the, and the bondage of that and the injustice of that that the, that the traditional gospel offers, I hope and pray you, that you listen to my words and that they find a place in your heart. You killed those men. You can be free. You can be free of that, that burden, that boulder in your conscience by knowing and understanding that those 46 men, Jesus has a way for them to be saved because death does not stop Jesus. He is going to reach into that place beyond the grave and draw those 46 Muslims unto himself. And those 46 Muslims will know that Jesus is the Messiah of the Jews. He's the Messiah of the Christians. He's the Messiah of the Muslims. He's the Savior of the whole world. You veteran and you veterans who have killed in the name of country, who have killed in the name of, of God, who have killed because your country demanded it, whether you're an American who has been a soldier or a European or a Chinaman or a Russian who have had to bloody their hands in the name of country, in the name of freedom, in the name of communism, whatever, you can be freed of that guilt simply by laying it at the feet of Jesus, laying it on the cross and asking for forgiveness. He will forgive you. He will restore your mind. And He will give you a life abundant, a joy unbelievable, and a peace that passes all understanding.
just lay it at the feet of the Savior of the world. Lay it at the feet of the Lamb who died so that He might be able to take away your guilt and your shame. Come to Him and receive forgiveness. The victorious gospel of Jesus Christ. That's the one that will rule and reign in this earth. Not the shameful gospel of the traditional church that consigns most of mankind to a place of eternal torture forever and ever. What a shameful gospel. What a pathetic gospel. And that is the gospel of the dark age church. And it's still being perpetuated by many churches today. And it's time to stop that gospel. There's no good news in it. It's a shameful, disgusting gospel. And it's time for the victorious gospel of Jesus Christ to be preached. And that's what I'm doing.